if I can look at my day and I can go, okay, I spent much more of my day goal achieving than tension relieving, right? And because I used to be on the opposite. I, I used to be the guy that was very, like I did the minimum in life. You know, I gave the minimum, I did the minimum and I was just, I was just lazy, you know, I was just lazy and procrastinated on everything. And I think I just understand how limiting that was for the first 30 years of my life. And I don't want to be, because I think that's all of our default mode. We all kind of generally, our disposition is that we want to just default into being a couch potato and vegging out on, you know, escaping whatever, right? Because it's easy. It's, it's just so easy to do that. And so, but there's no, there's no happiness in that. There's no happiness in just drifting through life. Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. And today I've got another episode in the series that I've kind of coined the Freedom Series. The idea between the conversations that I'm going to have with uh, a guest host is what I'll call him, Chad Kenneller, is the idea that freedom, right? Trying to get personal freedom with the Rich Mind Podcast, right? I talk about all the time, control of your money and your mind. So learning financial education, learning how money works, understanding that sales, profits versus wages, all the things that I've discussed on the podcast, Chad is like a wealth of knowledge as well. Every time he and I get together in a conversation, it's just amazing the, the sparks that fly as far as the great conversation he and I had. And so I hit him up and said, hey, let's just hit record and let's see what we can come up with and start trying to add some value to you, the listener. So I'm super excited to bring Chad on. He's got another topic that he wants to uh, introduce to you. Uh, some of this may be something that you've heard before, but it might be a, a just enough spin that it kind of resonates with you in a different way that allows you then to go out there and to make some um, significant impact in your life. So with that said, Chad, welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast, man. What are we going to talk about today? Man, oh man, I'm so excited to be here again with you, Randy. Always enjoy our conversations. And, you know, as we're having these conversations, I'm growing, you're growing, everyone listening is growing. And that's kind of the whole the whole point of this. So, you know, I was thinking for this one, just talk about yeah, so the, the philosophy would be that all things worthwhile are uphill, right? So if we want to have something, you know, if you want to lose 20 pounds, that's an uphill battle, right? If you want to uh, cut down your debt and have more money in your, in your bank account, it seems like in today's economy and everything, that's an uphill battle. So in this uphill battle, the, the biggest difference I've found is, do we have more reasons to win or do we have more excuses to forget about it? So that's so kind of what I wanted to dig into today. So when you say that, the first thought that comes to my mind is like beliefs, right? Beliefs if somebody can achieve a goal or an idea, right? Having those visions in your mind, the dreams, the visions, but then the belief, but then having a, like, almost like a scorecard at the end of whatever determination, you know, what, like you said, whether you have enough reasons why you were putting in the work, putting in the effort or excuses why you didn't necessarily get to that. So yeah, I'm super excited. This will be a fun one to talk about for sure. Well, it's, it's about creating momentum, right? I know probably a lot of your listeners have heard of Dave Ramsey and, and I love his, uh, his momentum theorem, you know, and basically it is focused intensity 
over time multiplied by God equals unstoppable momentum. So whatever you're trying to get momentum, and again, it could be health, you know, it could be your numbers are high, you're pre-diabetic and you're like, okay, going to war with your health, trying to, trying to get your numbers right, which, which includes a number of things like eating less bad things and working out more often, right? <laughs> things like that. And so I think about that. I think, I think some people can get real focused for like a week, but then the, because your reasons are strong. Every time we start something, we start with the best of intentions. So that's why we start, right? So the world, it's easy to start. It's easy to get started. started. It's hard to finish. You know, there's, there's very few finishers and you can look at any organization. I mean, you can look at a college. There's always going to be less people the senior year than there was in the freshman year, right? Because you're having people drop out along the way. And so why is it that these people drop out? And what I, the best I could come up with is, is they have excuses the reasons become too small and the excuses become too big and they give up for, for various reasons. So I, I think it'd be a little fun just to kind of dive into that a little bit. So when you talk about reasons and uh, so the idea that I, so once again, the things that are going off in my mind, it's like for yourself, you are, you just have started, you're like a couple of days into this new challenge that you're putting yourself through, which is 75 hard. And right. And if anybody's not familiar with that, it's a, it's a mindset shift. It's a kind of a health and wellness journey. So for 75 days, you're on this, this new path that once again, if your reasons aren't big enough, your excuses are going to kick in by the time you get to the end of that seven days. So that's kind of the thought that I have in mind. Does that resonate at all as far as like, Oh yeah. And, you know, I, think, I always think of the word commitment because commitment is doing what you said you would do long after the feeling you said it and has left you. I think most of the time when we make a decision, like, okay, it's New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose 20 pounds because I've got on the scale and I feel like I want to, right? But but about a week in, maybe for some two weeks in, you start going, ah, is it really that big of a deal? You know, is it really that big of a deal? So I think about like, that someone told me this one time, this really clicked with me big. I'm, I'm very careful now to what decisions that I make, right? Decide. The word decide is really powerful. And the way it was described to me is you have the word homicide, which is the death to somebody else. And then you have the word suicide, which is the death to yourself. And you have the word decide, which is the death to all their options. So when you look at, when you make a decision, you look at like, it's the death of all their options. It makes it easier to do it. So, but, but it, here's the thing is you, you can't just be willy nilly about making decisions. Cause if you're willy nilly about making it, then you'll be willy nilly about changing your mind on it. So like for me, Randy, with this 75 hard, I am I'm a thousand percent in. I mean, if I have a hundred and three degree temperature, I'm still going to get my two workouts in. You got to do two 45 minute workouts a day. One has to be outside. So if you see some dude dragging himself down the road, that's probably me <laughs> sick doing it anyway, because I'm going to get it done or I'm going to die. And that's just a mindset, right? It's, it's a mindset. And I just decided years ago that if I decided to do something, it's like, you know, if I, if I, decide to pick up my phone i'm just gonna i'm just gonna pick it up right and so it, it doesn't come and i understand though too the the the, the fruit that comes from it. it's kind of like 90 90 days right if you if you commit to something for 90 days like for some people it might be don't drink alcohol you know for 90 days because if you go 90 days then you realize oh wow i can go another 90 days but if you if you stop and you start and you stop and you start and you st all that that leads to extreme frustration and there's no there's no real benefit that People don't get it long enough to see the true value and the true benefit. It's like if I put popcorn in the microwave and it takes 90 seconds to pop, but I put it in there 10 seconds and I, you know, I say, let's give the microwave a five second break. So I open it up and I stick it back in for 10 seconds and I open it up for five and I stick it in for 10 over five. 
I'll probably never, ever, ever have popcorn. Just like I'll never lose that 20 pounds if I, if I'm focused on it for five days and I'm not for two and I'm good for five and I'm cheating for four, you know, it doesn't happen. So what's, what's in, in a buddy of mine wrote a book called inevitable. And I love the visual because it was like tipping the scales in your favor. It's like, you know, those scales, or if you have more on this side, weight, you know, cause, cause the truth is, is that every day when we wake up, we have a scale and we got to put our reasons on there. We got to tip the scale in our favor with our reasons why we're doing it because all things worthwhile are uphill, meaning we're not going to feel like doing them a lot. Like you ever get out of bed and you just don't feel like doing what you know you're supposed to do. I think, I think we all uh, suffer from the human condition called uh, not wanting to do some of the things. And we, we all have our drift mode, our default. And in America, especially you can live, you can live in drift survival mode and do okay. But that doesn't lead to that. That doesn't lead to anything great. And when you look at yourself at night in the mirror and you go, am I proud of what I accomplished today? If the answer is no, then you're not on the right track. You're on the right track. So the idea then is, so the words that are coming to my mind are committed. You mentioned committed, right? Versus interested. A lot of folks are just interested in the body, interested in wealth, interested in building a business, interested in having a great family, but they're not committed, right? They're not drawing that proverbial line in the sand and saying, I'm not turning back from this moment, burning the bridges, burning the boats behind them and never coming back. So do you have anything as far as what you said that you are very uh, aware of what you're picking and choosing as far as what you're deciding right before you start making that commitment. Is there anything that you kind of run yourself through? Do you, is there a thought process or is it journaling or is there anything like that, that you can help with or that you do personally that it's like, so the 75 hard, what made you decide that you were going to jump into this both feet and you know, you're not looking back. Well, you know, I think, I think part of it for me is I just turned 50, you know, like a week ago and I just decided, you know, my decision was I want to be in better shape than I've ever been in my life. And I was in the military for 12 years. So I was in pretty good shape then. So I kind of have an idea what that's going to look like. And I thought, Hmm, what can I, and, and for me, like having those types of goals is beneficial. You know, I've got a son who's 18 and my younger son is, is 12. And so I already have a plan when my younger son is 15, I'm going to go hike the Grand Canyon with my two boys mm. right now. If you've ever hiked the Grand Canyon, you, you can't just be in a willy nilly shape and go hike the Grand Canyon. I mean, at my age, it could take me out if I try to do that. <laughs> so I have to be I have to be very intentional, you know, about about my my physical shape and, and my weight. You know, I, I, I weigh about 192 right now. I want to get back down to about 175. And so it's just having these these specific metrics. But the key here and something I've had to learn, I'm still learning is to not get so focused on the goal, but to fall in love with the process. Because the process here we're talking about and, and why we're here today, right, is because we want to improve in all kinds of areas. I mean, I know you want to be a better husband and a better dad and a better businessman and a better teacher and a better trainer and, and all these types of things. And so if we just fill our life full of things that the checks and balances and accountability that causes us to constantly improve. I mean, you know, if we just improve one third of 1% every day, right? We're over a hundred percent better every year, five years from now, we won't recognize ourselves. We'll look back at the old Chad and the old Randy and go, man, wasn't I a knucklehead five years ago? And we probably think we're doing okay right now, but five years from now, we'll look back and go, wow, look how far we've come because it's just a, it's a process of becoming and it never stops. Because you hit the, you know, the, the, there is no retire for me. When I'm retired is when I fall over dead. 
That's that's retirement. Because you think about what does retirement mean for most most people? It means I want to I get to finally be selfish. I get to go fishing all day, live off the spoils of my stuff over the but what people don't realize is really what moves us and what makes us feel good is being productive and adding value to the world. That's all at the end of the day. That's why so many people retire. And then about a year later, they're like coming out of retirement because they're bored. 100%. So the idea then as far as for yourself, so this is a question of you is like, do you prefer when you're making decisions like this, like sprints? I think of it like sprints. It's like you use the analogy of the popcorn bag. And I just love that, right? Start, stop, start, stop, which I think a lot of us fall into that, that habit, right? We, with our excuses, we'll start, we'll out of the gate. We're fantastic. Then all of a sudden we pull back because of certain excuses, certain thoughts, certain beliefs, certain whatevers. Uh, so do you, the sprinting, is that more uh, effective for you? It's like, so these 75 days or 90 days or, or six months or whatever that time frame is for you. Do you find that that helps a lot too? I don't know. I always, I always go back to, you know, life kind of being more of a marathon. You know, I, I think of things more in a marathon, like, and, and I think, of, you know, running, running my race. Well, like ultimately at the end, I want to hear my creator say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's, that's what this is all about. Right. Is it at the end, you know, I gave you this and you multiplied it. Right. And you, you handled it well. So for me, it's, it's honestly just, if I can look at my day and I can go, okay, I spent much more of my day goal achieving than tension relieving, right? And because I used to be on the opposite. I, I used to be the guy that was very, like I did the minimum in life. You know, I gave the minimum, I did the minimum and I was just, I was just lazy, you know, I was just lazy and procrastinated on everything. And I think I just understand how limiting that was for the first 30 years of my life. And I don't want to be, because I think that's all of our default mode. We all kind of, Generally, our disposition is that we want to just default into being a couch potato and vegging out on, you know, escaping whatever, right? Because it's easy. It's, it's just so easy to do that. And so, but there's no, there's no happiness in that. There's no happiness in just drifting through life. So for me anyway, now, now I'm so thankful there's people out there and they can just live however they're living and be whole, totally content and happy and joyful. Um, but that, I've learned that's not me. Like I have to have goals. I have to have dreams. I have to have things that I'm moving for. Now here's the challenge. And, and, and I, I heard it said this way, be thankful for what you have while you pursue all that you want. Because I think some people all spend all their time living in the future and they miss out on the, all the great things that's going on now. And some people live in the past and they're letting their past define who they are now. But some people are, you know, they're getting tricked. Now that it's summer, they're forgetting the winter's coming. And so they're just enjoy it. They're, they're too relaxed right now. Right. And so I think there's a, there's a balance, you know, there's, there's alignment, there's a balance in all these different things. And I don't have all the answers, but I just know for me that I need to have something I'm moving towards on a regular basis because that's what keeps me alive. That's what fuels you, right? Gives you the purpose to get up every day, to put in the effort, to go out there in 105, 10 degree heat and put in the effort to do the work. Right. So that way you can get up that, that uh, grand Canyon with your voice. And that's going to be super exciting to hear about for sure. So yeah. before we hit record on this episode, we were talking about the intensity of uh, like a billionaire or folks that are like living life at a super high level was something we talked about. And so then one thing that resonates with me in that idea is that Jim Rohn, and we've heard back to Jim in the previous episode, and you're going to hear us talk about Jim a lot when it comes to these kind of conversations, but he always talked about, you know, becoming more, which we talked about, 
But once you become a millionaire, invite a billionaire every now and then because that guy will look at you and say, you know, you've done well, but you know what I mean? But, and so it's that ever increasing climb. Like you said, it's never, it's never a plateau. Well, I shouldn't say it's never a plateau. It's never a, a final end destination. It's more of a, just a continuous journey and getting in, in love with the process. You said that as well, falling in love with the processes versus being dreadful of the pain, the soreness, the effort, all of those kinds of things for sure. Does any of that, how does that, does any of that resonate with you at all as far as that? Those yes, ideas? it's all, you know, it's, it's all of it. And, and again, I, I, I don't think, I don't have the, um, and I admire every, every billionaire I've read about or that I've met. I admire them because they're, they're, their work ethic is relentless. I mean, some of them, like one guy in particular, I know if he sleeps more than three hours, like he doesn't sleep, he takes naps. <laughs> which in, in my opinion isn't healthy. Right. And I couldn't handle that. Like I would, I have to have like, you know, five, you know, I can maybe go for a season with four, four and a half hours of sleep, but I know, you know, I just know it's not healthy for me. And I know I can't sustain that for, for too long. Plus I'm just irritated and I'm not going to be pleasant to be around at all. <laughs> so, and, and that might just be a limitation for me, but man, some of these people are relentless, but if you want to be number one in your craft, I mean, if you, and if you study the number one, if you study the, the Tom Brady's and the Michael Jordan's of the world, they're all some freaking intense people. I mean, they're hardcore, like they're getting after it. Cause you think about the, the simplicity is if you want to be number one in anything, you got to just do what no one else is willing to do, which is a lot, right? hundred <laughs> percent. That's all Absolutely. in like, and, and sometimes when you're all that all in other things take a hit. You know, you might not have the best, if, you, if you're focused on a business that hard, you might not have the best relationship with your children or, you know, with, with your spouse, you know, or health, health-wise, you might, your health might be taking a backseat because you're so hardcore to that. So for me, it's just, you know, it's alignment. I don't believe in balance personally, but I do believe in alignment. And so just to try and stay aligned and get it all and do it all. So modeling has been one thing that I've tried to do throughout my journey, right? As I've tried to continue to discover and learn, you find folks that are doing or living a life at a level that you aspire to be. And there's all kinds of levels. You And that's the beauty. You get to choose which level you want to go for next. So for example, and I'm going to use myself as an example here. So Chad, you're a mentor to me in the business that we're involved in. And we were on a call uh, just a few days ago. And you made a comment in that call that you and your wife went at after the business hard. And I question, I was like, okay, I'm thinking to myself, okay, Chad is, is in a position or in a place where I want to try to get to in the level of my business. And he said that he went after it hard. And so my question then, as in, from a modeling standpoint, is I went to you and it was, this was, I think we'd had this conversation yesterday. As a matter of fact, I was like, Chad, what does hard mean to you? Because hard to you might not be the same as far as our philosophies, which we talked about in our, our, uh, first episode here uh, might not be the same. So I wanted to learn from somebody that has achieved a level that I want to attain and find out what that meant to him, which kind of coincides with the modeling. So yeah, I assume you've done the same thing, right? You've, you've looked to folks that are doing or becoming or doing things at a higher level that you aspire to. And then you just make that decision, right? And, and throw all the excuses aside, create the reasons and then go to work. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a saying, it's okay to be a copycat if you copy the right cat. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, it, and it's just find someone who has what you want and then do what they did to get it, duplicate that. Right. And then you can do what they did to get it too. So if someone's willing to say, Hey, 
you know, and, and, and the part is you have to discern who's being honest, though, and who's giving you the real picture, because sometimes there's a story behind the story that someone isn't willing to tell. But if you can find someone that says, I went from where you are, I was right here where you are, and I got here to where you want to be, and I've laid out A, B, C, D, E, F, G, exactly how to get there. Well, you know, that's just called a roadmap, right? It's no, it's no different than putting a destination in your GPS. Your destination is you want to get here, and someone else already did it, and they say, here's how I did it. I mean, that's what's the beautiful thing about uh, just being a, a lifelong learner and reading books, you know, because they'll say, hey, don't try it this way. I did that. It ended up in disaster. So do they B, C, X, Y, Z, and you'll get the thing. And so, I mean, and I think I think it was a, a Jim heard one time I heard him say, if you're walking through Walmart and you see a woman, you know, there, she's got five kids and they're all have their hand on the cart and they're all saying, yes, ma'am, excuse me, sir. You know, and you walk by and you're just amazed, right? You walk by and you're like, those are the most well-behaved kids I've seen in months, right? There's probably a story there. So why not ask that mom, you know, hey, why, how did your kids get so good? She's probably going to say, well, granny taught me this, or my mom taught me this, or I read a really cool book, you know, and we can learn from all these, all these people. I have friends that I, that I, that I ask about marital things. Maybe I wouldn't ask them about business because they're not good in business, but they're really great marriages. So I'm going to go and ask them quite what book are you reading? What devotion are you doing? And so there's so much in that. And I think it's really important. And you don't even have to know the person to be a model. They could, they could be an author, right? They could have a podcast and you just plug in and you listen and it's going to help. And, and they become part of your five, even though they don't know it. And so sometimes it's, it's important for people to bring a couple people in like that, that are really going to influence them to, to increase and improve their life. And that's how it was for me, being introduced to Jim, Earl Nightingale, the legends, right? They've been gone for a long time, but plugging into them virtually in, head in, in earbuds or plugging them into my car or everywhere you go, right? Or even this, hopefully this conversation, right? That's kind of the intent is that we're hoping that we can spur some different thoughts, some different beliefs into folks. That way they can begin seeing that life doesn't necessarily have to be what they've kind of mapped it out and thinking that this is the limit because that there is no limit. It's, it's up to you. And it's about making the decisions, finding the reasons and eliminating the excuses. So then at the duplication model, we talk about that a lot with it, within the organization that we're involved in, Chad, as far as the ability to take something that has already been proven. You don't have to recreate the wheel. That's been my experience in business. Any success that I've had is when I've, you said, copy the right cat, right? I love that, that idea. So finding a system, finding a process that is easy duplicatable, that you can then learn it, absorb it, but then obviously teach it as well. And that's the, the secret to a growth and a life that at this point you might not even fathom, but that's the beginning part, right? That's the uh, getting the momentum. You've got to build that momentum first before you can start seeing that exponential growth. And when it starts to hit, it's like, wow, all that effort just all of a sudden starts coming back to you for sure. Well, think, think about like McDonald's. McDonald's is like the, the best company to talk about when, in regards to duplication, right? You go into a McDonald's, you're going to see the same, however many registers in the front, the fries are always going to be on the left. You know, the drive-through looks the same way. The bathroom, their, their whole manual that they have. If you start a McDonald's, they hand you the manual and you just do the manual and you know you're going to be successful. And that's why, I mean, McDonald's has, does about $25 billion a year in sales, you know, world, worldwide. And I mean, there's probably 20, 30 better choices within a five mile radius because, you know, they don't have the best food. You're not going there for your health benefits, right? You're not going to McDonald's <laughs> for health benefits. But yet, even though the food's horrible, 
they still do 25 billion in sales. And that's because of the duplicatable model and they've scaled it. And so looking at McDonald's, it just makes sense. If you're going to build anything, like if you're, if you're going to put time and energy into it, why not do it in a way where you can scale it, right? Where you can scale. And that's why I love network marketing because it's nothing more than online franchising. Online franchising can be, can be duplicated and spread way quicker than like if you own a Chick-fil-A. You own a Chick-fil-A, you know, you got to have the building, you got to have the employees. It's just going to take longer to scale it out than something where, you know, you can sign up online and boom, you have an instant website and you're in business and you're able to start making money and start duplicating. I mean, I mean, network marketing can duplicate like the flu, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's a visual. Quick. Yeah, that, it can, <laughs> pretty darn quick, right? A lot of sneezes, you just cough on folks and it just keeps duplicating, right? And go so sneeze on an airplane and see where it ends up. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the idea, folks, is that we want to try to provide as much value as we possibly can and introduce you to different ideas and concepts that we both have had discussions before we've hit record as far as how these ideas have impacted our life and then how we've taken these ideas and these concepts and then implemented them into the proper systems, right? You can't, you can work hard all you want. In the first episode, Chad referenced back to when he was a concrete layer, right? Is that, is that how you're laying uh, foundations for homes and things? Mm-hmm. That is hard work. And if you're work, just the idea of working hard isn't going to get you to the level that you're needing to do. You need to find a person, a group of people, uh, some influences that can point you in the right direction. And we'd love to invite you to reach out to either one of us. And we'd love to try to help you in that journey of, of looking better, feeling better, and then obviously providing a service that is so valuable that you're going to generate an income from that as well. So is there anything else you want to wrap it up? Uh, I think we're- Yeah, I would just say, you know, it's so important here. to think about, show me your mentor, I'll show you your future. Hmm. Like that is so real. And if you don't have a mentor, then you're not really thinking about your future. And that means you are just like, it's like taking your sailboat out in the middle of the water and just being like, take, take me where you want life. You know, you have no direction, right? It's like getting in your car and you start driving and you don't know where you're going to go. You have no destination. Like who knows? You're just going to go until I guess you run out of gas or you decide you're better get more gas and continue to go nowhere. So exactly. <laughs> if you don't have a plan and you don't have a purpose, then you're just flapping around and, and you're not, you're not, you're operating, you're just, you're just not, you're not there where you're supposed to be. You're not being effective. You're not being effective with the effort. So it's the same amount of effort, whether it's physical, mental, just grit, right? But if you're applying it to the right vehicle, you can multiply. And that's where the secret is. And that's what we're not necessarily taught in bringing, if you, in, if you weren't taught those things growing up in the school systems and your families. Once again, that's why we want to try to bring this content to you today. So hopefully you found this episode valuable. If you have, I would ask that you share it with your family and your friends. Uh, Chad and I are trying to reach as many people as we possibly can. Uh, Feel free to go out to whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening to. Leave us a review. I'm recording these in video. So we also will have these uh, on YouTube as well. So any support you can possibly give us. Uh, would be much appreciated. And if any of this resonates, so it's like, you know, you've, you've decided or you're making the decision, right? You're ready to find the reasons versus using the excuses and you're ready to take your life to the next level. We invite you to come along this journey that Chad and I are on, that we're trying to share it as far and wide as we possibly can, just because we know not only is it going to help us and our families, but it's going to help you and your family as well. 
So until the next episode, folks, uh, go out there, have a fantastic day. And I'll look forward to Chad and I both will look forward to uh, communicating with you here very soon. Until then, bye now. Take care. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Pine Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself and become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Thank you.